This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Today, I have a very special guest on the podcast, my client and friend, Joni Legato. Joni is a functional nutritional therapy practitioner and integrative health practitioner and a brain rewiring certified coach. She has gone through our six-month brain rewiring certification program and had such an amazing transformation. And she's already helping so many people rewire their brains. I also consider her an energy healer. She is too humble to say that, but I'm going to say it for her. She uh, heals through her singing. Her voice is magical. So I recommend reaching out to her if you are interested in learning more about that. But her specialty is helping overstressed women lose weight, get to the root of their health issues, reconnect with their purposes in life. And she very much takes a mind-body-soul approach. So she combines functional medicine lab testing, individualized nutrition, brain rewiring, a lot of the deeper energetic work. She is magical, magical human. And when she first came into my life, well, we met We met a couple of years ago at the NTA conference, and then we reconnected when she joined No BS Biz School. And she is such a magical, loving human being. She truly just radiates love. I feel like she is an angel. Well, I know she is an angel on this earth and has definitely brightened my life in so many ways. And anyone who knows Joni she just lights up your heart. She is she is pure love. She's the most incredible human. And she has overcome a lot. I have so much respect for her. And she is also incredibly connected to her intuition, her faith. And in this episode, I really wanted to have a conversation with her about how spirituality and religion can fit together. So it's been interesting to me because I have gotten so many messages. The more I talk about intuition and channeling and psychic abilities, the more I talk about these things, I've gotten so many messages from people asking me, do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? And it's not something I feel like I can really answer in a DM, but I also feel like uh, that was my fault because if this wasn't clear enough, I would love to to make it clear. I absolutely believe in Jesus. I absolutely believe in God. It's actually pretty interesting to me how there are people who are very religious who who push away the whole spiritual space because there's so much overlap. I feel that a lot of the things we talk about are similar, just in different terms and framed in different ways. And I have a lot of clients that are very religious. I have clients that are 
Catholic, Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Hindu, many different religions. And we all see the commonality between all of them. I I don't personally believe that religion and spirituality have to be separate at all. I think they overlap quite beautifully. I do not personally follow a specific religion. I consider myself to be very spiritual. And for me, it's just a process of understanding my own beliefs. And I I don't worry about seeing if they fit into a set of beliefs that have already been laid out. But I have lots of friends, clients, family that are very religious and they feel so connected. They love it. And that's amazing. But basically my point is, I think it's important to have this type of conversation to offer a perspective. If someone listening feels like you have to either be religious or spiritual, and I don't think anyone needs to feel that way at all. I think they can very much support each other, go together, overlap. And I know a lot of people in my community have been struggling with this, where they feel like they're very connected with the spiritual world, but they also have a certain religion that they follow and they feel like they have to decide. But who said you have to decide? They're your beliefs. And so in this conversation with Joni, we talked a lot about her experience growing up in the church and how she sees the crossover between religion and spirituality and how she is firm in her faith her spirituality, her intuition. And I think it's really beautiful to hear from her. She's such a loving soul. And I'm just really excited for you to hear hear this conversation. And I hope it helps support you and maybe just offers you some perspective shifts. And I'm sure you're going to fall in love with Joni when you hear her on this podcast. Like I said, she's the most beautiful soul. She radiates love. And if you want to connect further with her, you can find her on Instagram at joni.legato. The information will be in the show notes. And I also just want to remind you that up-level membership enrollment is open. That's where I post all of my channeled messages, where I teach you all the things about intuition, manifestation, adding in more brain rewiring content, inner child healing stuff, all kinds of good stuff. It's very much the intersection of wellness and spirituality, intuition. So if you want to open up your intuition, you love all things manifestation, check it out. We have monthly Q&A calls, monthly manifestation activation calls, an amazing community forum, and hundreds of hours of bingeable content. You can sign up at christinathechannel.com slash membership. And I'll also remind you if you want to sign up for a future healing circle, either a 7D healing circle where you will receive the 7D high healing or an intuitive guidance circle where you can ask your personal questions and I will share the intuitive guidance that comes through for you and the group. You can sign up for either or both of those at christinathechannel.com slash services. Those are my updates. So it's time for the interview. Enjoy this conversation with Joni Legato. Supplement quality is everything and most of us are deficient in a lot of key supplements and especially right now in flu season and what's going on with the world, it is so important to make sure you are boosting your immune system. This is why I love Paleo Valley's supplements. Their Essential C Complex is a must at this time of year. Their Essential C Complex has been third-party lab tested as the most powerful 100% natural vitamin C product on the planet. 
It has three of the most concentrated natural sources of vitamin C, amla berry, camu camu berry, and unripe acerola cherry. And each serving gives you 750% your RDI of vitamin C. Most other vitamin C supplements are derived from GMO corn and contain only one fraction of the vitamin, ascorbic acid, versus Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex, which contains the full spectrum with absolutely no synthetic vitamin C just organic superfoods. You definitely want to watch out for this because it's going to make a huge difference in how you feel and your results. Vitamin C is great for helping to support the immune system, especially now during flu season. And it has been shown to help reduce fatigue, boost energy, combat weight gain, and regulate your stress hormone, cortisol, which I think we all could use at this time of year. Another one of my faves that I highly recommend is their turmeric complex. Turmeric is amazing for fighting inflammation, supporting healthy joints, supporting brain health, immune health protecting against DNA damage, something that all of us need, especially right now. And as someone with a history of autoimmune disease, I take anti-inflammatories very seriously in terms of natural inflammation reduction. And I love Paleo Valley's turmeric complex. I also talked about my love for functional mushrooms on my podcast about nutrition for intuition, as if I didn't already love them enough they are so powerful for boosting the brain, but I love Paleo Valley's Neuro Effect supplement. This is amazing for boosting your brain and also supporting opening up intuitively, natural support for the immune system, boosting your brain power, your concentration, modulating your stress response. It contains lion's mane, cordyceps, red reishi, chaga, shiitake, turkey tail, maitake, tremella, all-in-one supplement, all made from whole mushrooms, not grown on any grains like most products. I cannot recommend this enough. NeuroEffect is a game changer. If you want to try out these or any of Paleo Valley's supplements, then you can head to paleovalley.com and you know I have a discount for you. If you use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S, you will get 15% off. Again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. All right. So, you know, I got a DM the other day from someone and they asked, do you believe in God? Mm -hmm. Do you believe in Jesus? And I thought it was such perfect timing because I knew we were going to have this podcast and part of why, you know, I wanted to have you on was to talk about just like this, the connection between spirituality, religion. And I think a lot of people feel like they have to be completely separate. And I see a big intersection and I know I've shared on the show before kind of growing up Catholic and then now, and then kind of pushing away all of those beliefs and then now being more spiritual and just having a different perspective on everything. And, you know, as a lot of these questions have come up, spirituality, you know, I have so many clients who are very Christian or Catholic. And so I feel like I'm just very used to people understanding how they both can overlap. Uh, but I think there are a lot of people out there who haven't really heard that perspective, so to speak. So I wanted to hear from you, like maybe you can explain what your religious beliefs uh, were like growing up and like kind of how that's evolved over the years and how it stayed the same too. Well, growing up, um, I was raised in a non-denominational church and that is where there's no specific religious title on the church. 
Um, and uh, my parents were pastors. Um, I've always had my own personal relationship with God. And um, I can remember as a child, seven years old, getting baptized. And I didn't exactly know what was happening. But when I came out of the water, I started to shake and I started to feel this strong emotion. I started to feel joy. Um, it's kind of hard to explain, but it was like it filled my whole body. And then I started to cry. And I asked my mom, I said, what is this? I don't understand what's happening to me, but I feel God all over me. And um, she said, that's okay, honey. That's God. And it's okay to feel all these emotions right now. And um, you are safe and you are loved and just, just feel it. And it was at that moment, I, I can't, I can never, um, I can't, <laughs> I will never forget it. <laughs> um, the feeling that I had was this close connection with God. And it was like the start of something special. And so for me, um, I could be in church, listen to the pastor, whether it was my father or another pastor, just know that I had this special communication relationship. And that's what it was for me. It was like, I didn't want somebody to put a title on it. I didn't want somebody to control how I saw God because I felt him and I knew what his voice sounded like. And he started speaking to me at a young age. And so it was hard for me um, to explain to people when I would do something that was against uh, what was being taught in the church or if it was against their belief, because I knew in my heart that I was following God's direction and it may not look like what they were telling me to do. So I always had this internal, just unknowing. Um, about the direction that I should go in, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Was there anything that, like any specific examples when you say like there are things that went against people's beliefs that you would do? Yes. <laughs> uh, for example, somebody would, um, somebody would say that so-and-so was um, good at a certain position or qualified for a certain position in church. And um, like, for example, um, someone uh, was noticed for a certain skill. And so, you know, I'm also a singer. I grew up singing in the church and um, I would see. I would see people being asked to sing because they could sing. And um, there's a difference between being able to do something and being called to do something or mm. being supposed to or yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so for me i could i could always see that oh that person really they're not cut out for that or perhaps they shouldn't be doing that um and um that would ruffle feathers and i didn't quite know um, what to do with this when I would get that, um, just that knowing, um, because I was looked at like, oh, you're crazy. This person is very qualified for this position. 
Mm. Um, I can also remember um, in my parents' church, people working for them and under them. And I always saw the ones that were not positive energy, were not um, there for their highest good. And so I would tell my parents, so-and-so is not good for this. They're not good for you. And um, I don't trust them. I didn't know really how to express it. They started their own church when I was 14. So I didn't really know what this was that I had at that time. So I, I couldn't confidently tell them why, but I just knew. And then down the road, sure enough, these particular people ended up betraying them and backstabbing them. And I could see it from day one. Mm. So I always had a way of seeing things. And then it confused me why, why people in my life didn't see it as well. Yeah. It's so interesting as you talk, I think about growing up religious and they would, you know, I went to Catholic school, teach us to listen to God. And I'm like, well, you're telling me to listen to God. But I felt like when I was really little, I remember saying this, like, well, God is telling me this and you're telling me I have to follow these rules and they don't make sense. Like, and I remember saying, I remember when I was really little, I would go, well, I asked God and he said, I don't have to go to church to prove I love him. And that was really upsetting, you know, Mm. and it's like, there's such a, there's that disconnect there between, you know, when you believe in this higher power, but then also then there are rules created around that. Like, are you going to let the rules trump your connection? You know, at the end of the day, it's like that connection is the most, that's, that's the higher guidance. (laughs) I love that. In fact, there've been many times when uh, I didn't feel called to go Mm -hmm. to church. And um, I knew that I had a direct relationship with God. And I knew that I was just as much of a Christian as someone who was going to church. And I was confident in that. And I was comfortable with that. But I was also labeled. And I was also accused of not being Christian enough. Well, what's wrong? Why aren't you in church? And I just kind of thought that was interesting to um, say to someone that something was wrong because they weren't in church. And so I would ask them, well, if I am in church, if I'm going to church, is that going to make you happy? Is that going to make you think that I'm a better person? Because I know that I have God inside of me. He's with me everywhere I go. I don't need to walk into a building to connect with him. Mm. And I've always felt that way, always. So. I also think that Corona, oh, I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> virus. <laughs> I think that it has um, debunked <laughs> this um, theology that you have to be in a building to be a good Christian because how many people are not able to be in a building right now? Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. And I also think, you know, especially talking about the power of our words and affirmations and intention behind that. And think about affirmations and how we talk about, you know, if you say an affirmation and you don't believe it, what's the point, right? If you're just saying the words, just to say the words, you're not really feeling it or understanding what you're saying as you say it, it's not really having its impact. And I remember feeling like that all the time with praying, like memorizing 
even the Pledge of Allegiance, right? Praying in the Pledge of Allegiance. I remember always thinking like, I don't even know what I'm saying, but it's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> like I could be speaking a different language, you know? And I actually, it was so funny because I remember there was a point at which I, I was like, I know my prayers better in Spanish than I do in English because when it was a Spanish version, I had to really think about like what I was saying. And the English version, I just had memorized. And and then I would be in church and I would be reading something or saying something, reciting it. And I didn't feel anything. And I'm like, what's like, what's the purpose of me just going through the motions? Like I need to actually feel it. And I think there's a big, there's a big disconnect there too. Oh, I think you just hit on something there about, um, going through the motions. I actually, um, I resist going through the motions. And, um, I always found myself, if I was given a prayer to say, I always found myself making my own prayer because I wanted to feel it from my heart. And so if you are just going through the motions, really, what's the point? And if you're not feeling it, what's the point? Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. (laughs) And I remember feeling like, you know, for me, I, I grew up Catholic and was taught all these things. Then I, I feel like I didn't really fully get my connection until I kind of veered off. And I was trying to explore other ways of, of viewing the same thing, like going to more Christian camps and trying that out and like trying things on. And when I started, it was my grandma who taught me to pray with the rosary and she would like tell me to like make it my own. And I would come up with my own prayers. And I was like, I like this so much more because I feel like I'm actually talking to him, not mm. just reciting something I memorized you know, and it's that energy behind it too. But, you know, I, I want to talk about how this fits in with like me being spiritual, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's interesting, like, because I see it my way of, you know, I talk about spirituality and universe source energy manifestation, and I don't see any issue with that overlapping with any religion at all. And I know some people can't understand that when they ask me, like, do you believe in God or Jesus? And I'm like, yeah, I talk to God and Jesus every day, but I'm not Mm -hmm. religious. You know, Um, when I mean, when I first started talking about a lot of this stuff, like, did that ever trigger you or like, how did you fit that into your paradigm? It never triggered me because. I'm trying to put words to it, but it never triggered me because, okay, because I trusted, I trusted my intuition and, um, I communicate with God daily, as you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, um, you have been my business coach and also, um, spiritual mental health coach. And when I met you, God, I asked him directly. Um, is this the path you have for me? And he said, don't be afraid of the gifts I've given her. I've given her those gifts and I have brought her to you. Mm. And I will never forget that. So for me, I, I don't care if it doesn't make sense to someone else. I know that God brought you into my life. I know that you have helped heal me coming from the background that I've come from being in leadership almost my whole life. It's very difficult to open up to other people because, um, I was put on a pedestal. I was being a pastor's kid. I was, um, labeled as someone who, um, is not allowed to make mistakes, who is not allowed 
to go beyond a certain uh, perimeter in the church. And I was expected to act and be a certain way. And so it's very difficult. And I see this also um, because of the world that I grew up in. I see this um, with a lot of leaders, uh, especially in church. It's very difficult for them to get help. It's very difficult for them to have someone um, that they can go to and uh, feel safe to um, just dump their burdens on and say, hey, I'm going through this. Can you help me? And I knew. And if someone doesn't understand that, that's okay with me because this is my journey. Um, this is my path. And, um, and yeah, that's how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel that it's different names for the same thing is how I view it. And, you know, when I like different angels or ascended masters, it's like, it's all coming from source from God. Like it's this, and I just view it as different names. And even when I talk to different beings, I'm seeing it as like, this is how do I describe this? Like an energetic representation of like what my consciousness needs to see to understand an energy if that makes sense, it's like an mm-hmm. energy. And so I'm seeing it in a, in a certain way. Um, but it's kind of all coming from the same place. Like everything, everything is energy. And to me, you know, the word God used to trigger me a lot until I really wrapped my head around this. And now I'm like, I see it as like, I can call it source, the universe, God, like to me, it's just different names for the same thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people who uh, were brought up you know, in a, with a religious background, um, can also have that view of God, um, initially being triggered by the name, because, um, I think what it comes down to is lack of clarity from leaders in the church, not teaching people correctly that, um, you can go to God directly on your own and have that connection with him without all of the rules and regulations. And um, find out um, for yourself who he is and find out for yourself what he's really like. And because he's so much broader, he's so open, he's so loving. And I just know for myself what that feels like. I know my experience and I hope to pass that on to my son that your relationship with God will look different than mine. And yeah, to trust your heart and to trust what you feel God is speaking Mm -hmm. to you. It's that time of year when I am overloading on Four Sigmatic. I have been drinking Four Sigmatic elixirs for almost five years now. They are a daily staple. And if you have not yet harnessed the magic of functional mushrooms, I cannot recommend Four Sigmatic enough because they make drinking mushrooms and superfoods delicious and easy to do. All you have to do is add one of their packets to hot water. You can add it to a smoothie. Another recipe, you can put some nut milk in there and make a delicious latte, but they taste delicious. They're all tested for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors 
They're all made from certified organic mushrooms and they taste amazing. You'll notice the best results if you drink these daily. I mean, yes, they taste delicious, but they also have really incredible health benefits. For example, chaga is great for supporting the immune system. It has really powerful antioxidant properties. So I'm always doubling up on chaga at this time of year. It's actually the first Four Sigmatic product I ever fell in love with. I love cordyceps for days when I need a natural energy boost and I don't want any caffeine. It gives you steady energy without any crash. Also great if you are working out and need a little extra, a little extra oomph. The lion's mane, I love to use to support my cognition, to support my memory and concentration. Great for long work days. And the reishi is a nightly staple, really helps to reduce stress and get you ready to go to sleep. And at this time of year, I am drinking their mushroom hot cacao mix with reishi pretty much every day because I love that it has the reishi benefits and it's like hot chocolate and you can literally just add water. You can add nut milk if you want it to be a little bit thicker, but it winds me down before bed, tastes delicious, and it's like the perfect nighttime dessert or midday. And on days when I do want a little extra caffeine, I love Four Sigmatic's mushroom coffee mix. It's coffee without the jitters. There's only 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving. This doesn't give me jitters the way other coffees do. And it also has the functional mushrooms added in for those added health benefits. And I also love their matcha latte mix as well on days when I'm looking for a matcha. So if you want to try out any of my favorite products or any other products from Four Sigmatic, then definitely look around the website. Now's the time of year to stock up. I have a whole bin of Four Sigmatic. You can head to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com and my code CRW will get you 15% off. Something that we've talked about like a lot in brain rewiring, sir, in particular around, you know, we can say it as distinguishing intuition versus our our head or like what is universe source God saying versus us and the vibration you feel. And I know there were many, I mean, looking back on just growing up in the church and I remember just being confused because everybody would teach me something different. I was like, which one is it? You guys are very inconsistent. I'm confused. But there were quite a few of, you know, my teachers, my religion teachers who would basically describe, like, I needed to be afraid of God. Like, and then I'm like, this is scary. Like, it was scary. Yeah. And then it's like, no, that's not what it is. Right. If you are feeling the anxiety, the fear, like that's, that's not him. That's not the universe. And I know, you know, we've had a lot, a lot of conversations around that. And I would love for you to share more of like, you know, your perspective on that and what has come through for you. Oh, so much. First of all, God doesn't control us uh, with fear and he doesn't even use fear because he's, he's higher than that. Um, So whenever you feel fear, Uh, regarding a situation where someone is telling you, oh, you know, you're going to be condemned if you do this, or you're a sinner. People hear that a lot. Um, God does not direct and he does not guide with fear. Uh, His ways are the ways of peace. He is love. Um, I saw this actually 
in other areas too. Um, my son was going to a private school. We are now homeschooling him. He was going to a private school. And there were several times where he would come home saying, oh, but I was told this, this, and this, and I would have to correct it. And I would say, that's not right. Um, God does not, he's not condemning you. He's not mad at you. He loves you and he accepts you for who you are. And he will never, he will never control people with fear. So if you're feeling that, that's coming from man's ideology, that's coming from someone's intellect, and that's not coming from God. That's my perspective on it. Mm-hmm. 100%. <laughs> like, do you really think that, I mean, this higher, higher energy, higher source energy would be coming from the, such a low vibration? Like, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense at all. Which, what, do you believe in hell? I do believe in hell. Mm, Tell me more. I don't know what it will look like exactly. I don't, I don't go around. I've never come from the perspective of if you are living a certain way, or if you're doing something that is quote unquote a sin that you're going to hell. Because the only person, or I should say the only being who knows what's in a person's heart is God. Mm-hmm. And so what hell will look like, I don't know. All I know is that I want to keep my communication and my heart right with God. And so I will say I kind of I don't even dwell on it. I don't, I don't ever want someone to feel like they have to believe what I believe. I just mm-hmm. want to show people love and I can believe something and you can believe something and um, what feels right for you is right for you. So mm-hmm. that's my opinion on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's something that I appreciate so much and love so much about you and like, just like our community. And it's so cool because we don't have to all have the same exact beliefs, but everybody respects each other and understands like different ways of looking at similar ideas, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we need more of in the world right now. If we really want to explore ideas, like you have to be able to look, look from a different perspective. It doesn't mean you have to agree with it, you know? That's right. But, yeah. And you don't have to try to shove what you believe down someone's throat. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And the thing is, it's funny because I, I, I'm going to be honest. Like I used to just people who were religious. I was just like, I don't want to be associated with you. (laughs) Like I, it just bothered me. It triggered me. Mm -hmm. It was too intense. And, and now I'm like, I mean, half of the people, like everyone I'm surrounded with is either like spiritual (laughs) or or like, like religious, you know? And I have so many clients who are Catholic Christian, like, you know, they're very, they're very religious and we see the overlap you know, yes. and so, so much of it. And I actually wanted to talk to you about angels. Okay. Uh, and I so it. I would love for you to share more about like how angels come through, what that means to you and like mm. identification, like, are they real? What does that mean? Angels from your are, perspective. Okay. <laughs> from my perspective, they are most definitely real. Um, again, it may not make sense to someone, but I can feel them. Mm-hmm. I can feel angels. Um, actually, if I could share a personal story, um, when my mom passed away, 
I'll never forget. We were waiting for um, the hearse to come and for the people to come take her body. And they came. It was probably about nine o'clock at night. And um, they were the only people notified that she had passed. It was just the family in the house. And um, so they came and took the body. And as they're wheeling her out, um, there was a man across the street. And um, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. He was across the street. And he was singing, I'll fly away, oh glory. And at first, my dad was like, who is that man? And why is he standing there looking at us singing? And um, so there's eight children in my family and all of our spouses were there. Everyone was together. And we all flooded out to the front porch, of course, weeping as my mother is being taken out. And there is this man. And I thought at the time it was a street street light on top of him because there was a light shining down on him. He had a three-piece suit on. He was African-American. He had a Bible in his hand and he said, may I approach? And my dad said, okay. So he came over and he said, the woman of this house has gone to be with the Lord tonight. And we all looked at each other like, okay, how does he know? And then he said, and everything that she has prayed over her children shall come to pass. And we were all, our mouths were hanging open. Tears were still streaming down our faces. And my dad said, well, what is your name? And he said, my name is not important. So then he said, may I give you a hug? My dad said, okay. And he proceeded to hug each and every one of us. And I can tell you that his eyes, um, it was like you could see through them, through them. He didn't have a scent. He gave us the most warm, embracing, comforting hug. And then uh, we watched him walk down the street, singing another hymn, and disappear into the night. <laughs> I have chills. <laughs> And did you look at the the next the morning? Yeah. I looked across the street and I said, Dad, I thought there was a lamp there because there was a light shining on his head. And he said, No, there's no street lamp there. So did, did you guys talk about it as a family? And like we sure did. Okay. And you just all agreed, okay. We, <laughs> just, we all knew. Yeah. First of all, um his presence, you could feel it. And um, my mom was a very spiritual woman. My mom was very connected to God. And actually, um, it was um, it was at the time where, she, you know, things were failing and she wasn't um, she wasn't as responsive. But she um, said, Jesus and um she looked over into the room, uh, the corner of the room, and she said, okay, like she was having a conversation with him. So um, another time she said in the hospital that an angel came in to visit her and they had a long conversation. It was right after she had um, died on the operating table and then she came back and then she was in recovery. 
and an angel came to visit her. So she was very connected. And um, so I just grew up because my mom had this strong connection. I, I knew that angels were real mm-hmm. and I have experienced their presence. So that's how I, yeah, how I see it <laughs> in, in, a number of, in a number of ways. And I think that's, it's cool to talk about because like, you know, we are multidimensional beings and an angel can come through as energy. You feel it like also in the form, it can look like a human and also humans, right? Like can have so much of that angel DNA, like I'll say (laughs) energy within them, like walking in physical form. Um, There are certain people who I literally see with wings. Mm. Like I see their wings like I see you with wings and I know they're not physically, but they're like energy wings. I'll say, um, <laughs> you know, and I can see it. And, uh, I, you know, I think just expanding people's awareness of how that can come through. Mm. Um, I mean, your mom, she's such a beautiful energy. She's <laughs> such a strong energy, you know, uh, how does it feel for you with, it's so interesting. Cause it's like, you know, with my psychic work or like the mediumship, I mean, how does it feel for you when I explain like, Hey, I'm like, your mom is here. Well, I've had many, um, I've had, first of all, I've had many dreams where her and I have had full conversations and, um, I knew, in fact, the first dream that I had, uh, was about, I would say about a month after she passed and in the dream, we were talking And we were sitting um, in a place that to me looked like heaven. Um, It was a beautiful city and countryside at the same time. And her hair was blowing in the wind and there was no wind. And she was in her 30s as far as physically how she looked, just vibrant and beautiful. And all of a sudden, I said to her, Oh, mom, I just realized this is a dream. This isn't real. And she reached over and touched my hand and I felt it. And she said, Oh, I know, honey. I just wanted to tell you that I love you and I miss you. And I just wanted to see you again. And then I woke up from the dream. (laughs) And I've had several more since then where I will say, Okay, before I go to sleep, I'll say, I'll pray to God and I'll say, um, what should I do about the situation? I need direction and I'll have a dream and there will be mom and she will answer my question. So um, one time I, I wanted to know if she was aware of what was going on <laughs> in our family. And she said, yes, everything. She said, everything that I need to know, I know. And I also believe that she is constantly praying for us. Mm-hmm. She's fully aware mm-hmm. of what's going on. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I think I think she's doing a she does a lot of work. She's she's active. <laughs> she's very active. In fact, um, my my symbol for her is a red cardinal, and every time I see one. I say, oh, hi, mom. <laughs> so it just lets me know that she's, she's aware <laughs> she's here. Yeah. Oh man. I love it. Yeah. I, I think it's just, <laughs> it's, 
I think it's helpful to kind of hear, and I'm curious about it too. Like, you know, because I know there are certain things that I talk about or I do that really like trigger people who are very, you know, religious. And to me, I'm like, I don't even understand. I mean, I'm trying to, but I'm like, I don't see how this is any different than some, like, I don't, you know, like with the channeling or I had somebody, I actually had someone talk to me about like my relationship with Jesus. And like, you know how I channel different beings and I like, I talk to different beings and I have really close relationships with these beings, you know, and one of which is Jesus. And I'm like, I feel very protective over our relationship. Like I love him. I talk to him every day. And, and I had a different, I've, I've had multiple people who are in the space. Tell me you should not say that you talk to Jesus. And I'm like, why? And they're like, it's going to upset people. And I was like, okay, well, let me talk to Jesus about it. (laughs) Jesus is like, Jesus, they basically, these people, like they said to use, choose a different name. So it won't be triggering for people. And I was like, and so I talked to Jesus about it, obviously. And Jesus was like, do not call me by another name. Like it is my consciousness coming through. Like you have as much access to me as anyone else does. You, everyone has access to me. Um, And I just thought, what an interesting what an in like what an interesting dynamic you know first of all of just like i how come i can't say i talk to jesus but like someone over here in church gets to say i don't i'm not going to tell anyone else that they don't talk to jesus <laughs> Do you know <laughs> <what> I mean? <laughs> oh my goodness i have so much to say about that <laughs> please please tell me <laughs> first of all <clears throat> first of all i believe that um people Um, If it's something they don't understand with their mind, then um, they have a hard time accepting that it's real. And the other thing is that I believe there's a lot of fear um, in the religious community. If something doesn't fit into a certain box, then by all means, stay away from it. And these things are formed out of their own beliefs, their own doctrines, um, because it goes back to what I said about God does not control with fear. And so a lot of times it's their fear coming through because they can't accept it. They can't believe it. And it's not real for them. So um, if they can't see it with their eyes, they have a really, they have a hard time believing, um, in it. (laughs) So that's, that's someone's fear being put on you. Yeah. And you can talk to Jesus anytime you want to. (laughs) Totally. Totally. Oh my gosh. No, and you know, I think, I think some of the, we need to realize like how certain beliefs we might have, like things we've been told growing up, um, whether or not it's connected to religion, like how has that shut down our own inner knowing, inner connection? Like even, you know, with you, I feel like, I mean, you are a channel, like you, God speaks directly through you. Like you, you get a word and you say it and it's so on. And I feel like it really opened up. Like when we start working together and just having that space of yes, use it versus, you know, feeling like we've been in situations where we can't 
speak about what's coming through intuitively. And then we have to look for the, like, what's the right answer? What's been put in a book? What's an ideology that somebody else has already approved of versus like, what's just coming through me naturally. And I feel like, I mean, to watch that blossom has been (laughs) so beautiful. It's been so liberating. Um, And I just, this is why I have so much love for you. Um, and why I know that God put you in my life, um, because there was, um, there was this box that I was put in and, um, some didn't understand it and some tried to keep me quiet. And I just complied because I was very obedient. I was a very obedient child. I didn't want to make waves. And I also wanted to please people that I respected. and so. What I ended up doing was holding it inside um, because if I had a word from God, a prophecy, um, which that would come out a lot when I was singing, um, if someone didn't agree with it, um, they would tell me not to do it or they would try to say, well, here's an example. Well, we want you to speak at the women's breakfast but tell me exactly what you're going to say. And afterwards, um, and, and then I said, well, you know, then I want to have a piano player there because afterwards I want to pray over the women. And if words come through for them, I want to be able to share them. Well, tell us exactly what you're going to say. And we don't want things to get too crazy or too out of hand. And so me being respectful and wanting to uh, be obedient I was always, um, I would, I would hear the word come through and then I would say what my mind would start going. Mm-hmm. What can I say? What can I say? Am I going to upset someone? Is this going to, I would put myself in the other person's head and then it would come through filtered because mm-hmm. of that. So, um, and then when I met you and you said, <laughs> basically you were like, what do you have? <laughs> what's coming through? Like you would just know it mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would ask me to share. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, she trusts me to share it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that it just started flowing again. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's so beautiful, like what you do. And I actually, you know, I think that as much as, you know, I really believe that we were connected for a, an important reason. And, you know, I'm here to help you and you're also here to help me. And I think also having the mirror, like you as a mirror for me has been really helpful because, you know, I think part of what people don't understand about a lot of this for me, you know, especially as I've gotten more into trance channeling, it's very vulnerable for me and like very scary because again, it's just unfiltered. I'm going to let what has to like what they have to say be said. And it's not a fear of like, like everything that comes through is of love. Right. And so it's not, it's more of just like, it just flows and you know, we're taught to control it. Right. But I think for me to see you, you know, channel so purely and for me to feel that vibration and like experience messages you've had for me that have been so helpful. Um, and just feel the love that makes me feel more confident and like, no, I need to do this. I need to be sharing it too, because like I can feel how you impact me and we can't shut our voices down, you know? (laughs) Um, But it's so interesting because I think the trance channeling is one of the most 
triggering things for people who come across my page who are more religious, which I honestly didn't even think about because to me, it's the same as like the, like a preacher channeling, giving a sermon. So, but yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I, I definitely feel the love from you and, um, and I just, I just know that people have to put their fear aside and find out what is for them mm-hmm. and get out of their head and be more open. And, um, you know, I've come through a lot as far as um, being taken advantage of, being abused, um, being slandered, being pushed down. And for me, it was um, just a moment of crying out to God to bring me relief, to bring me healing. And I told him that, um, that I am open to however he wants to do it for me. Mm-hmm. So what I say to people like that is, you know, you really have to experience something for yourself to know if it's right for you. and. I personally wouldn't seek help from just anyone. Um, And with that being said, I have full love and trust in you. And um, I just, I just know what's right for me and what feels good for me. And I follow that. (laughs) So that's how I see it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, no, I mean, I love that. I love that so much. And I think it's like, it's interesting for me kind of like growing up very Catholic and then leaving it and then coming back. And I'm like, wow, all this stuff that I, w- I see it with if from a different perspective. And now it really resonates with me. And that was just my journey of like, I had to approach it from a new perspective. Like there was a period where, you know, I remember when I was little being very interested in saints and archangels and angels and like, but I didn't like all the rules and everything around it. And then now I'm like, I communicating with these energies, these beings, I'm like, it's not a religious thing. It's just like, like these are energies and I really connect with them now. And I think there's just so much value in that perspective shift, you know? Yeah, definitely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I wanted to ask you how brain rewiring, like kind of more about your experience because you've been going through it yourself and then now like you're certified as a coach to help other people through it and I've just seen it like transform you in so many amazing ways and I'm curious how how kind of just more your of your experience around that and also like how you see brain rewiring connected with like universe source god like how that because how, the two are very it's very linked it is. It is very linked. And I really had no idea how linked it was. Um, for me, it when I am going through the process, because there's a very specific process that we go through as brain rewiring certified coaches and that we teach to our clients. The process is very specific. And when I am in um, the parts of the brain rewiring where I am going in the past beautiful memory and then the future visualization it's in those moments a lot of times 
where God will speak to me. And I keep a red journal beside me. And as I know it, (laughs) we have this joke. Every time Joni brings out the red notebook, everyone's like, all right, get ready. She's, she's, she's got a message for us. The red notebook. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) They just come and I start writing. (laughs) And I think, um, a lot of times, um, I've had, I've had goosebumps all over my body. I feel his presence so strong. Um, it takes me right back to that moment when I was seven years old and feeling that rush of his presence. And, um, and he just starts speaking to me. And I've noticed as I've been doing it for three months now, consistently every day for an hour. And I've noticed that it just gets stronger and stronger. Um, his, his way of directing me, I, I think where a lot of people miss it, they'll ask for direction in their life, but they never get quiet and listen. And this has allowed me to get quiet and listen because he's always speaking. Your heart is always guiding you. You just have to listen. If there's one thing that I could teach, it would be that. Just get quiet and listen. The answer is right there. Oh my so this gosh. process is so powerful and opens you up to hearing the direction for your life. Hmm. I mean, <laughs> totally. Amen. I mean, and people ask me all the time about like growing their intuition. And I'm like, but you never slow down. Like you never have the open space to tell you know, what is your intuition and what's, what's you and the brain rewiring. It's like, it's just a byproduct to become more energetically aware, like open to how the universe works, energies, God, source, whatever you want to call it, because you're, you know, you are, it's almost like just taking all off those foggy glasses that you saw the world with and just really expanding your awareness, which is how we can see other information. And I'm actually curious. I've never asked you this. When he speaks to you, how do you hear it? Like, does it, does it sound like a voice? Is it in your head? Is it outside? Like, how does it come through for you? First of all, he told me you were going to ask me that question. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he did. Come on. (laughs) It is, um, it's not my thoughts. I know the difference. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I hear uh, a deeper voice. It's always filled with love. And um, usually I will get goosebumps or I'll get a wave of emotion. And I know, Mm -hmm. okay. And then everything else basically in my mind gets quiet. And that's when I will just start writing or in the instance where it would come after I was singing, Mm -hmm. um, then I would just sing it out. And so it, it comes in the form of, um, a, a feeling of warmth that over that comes over my body and a peace. And I feel immense love and I will feel some emotion, Mm -hmm. but I do hear, uh, it's a deeper tone. Mm-hmm. That's how yeah. it comes through. And it depends on the question that I'm asking him. 
for instance, when I met my husband and I was asking him if he was the one. <laughs> and believe it or not, I was I I was um questioning it because my husband is 13 and a half years older than me. At the time I was 24. And so this went against the norm at the time. Mm -hmm. And my heart was torn because I knew how I felt about him. And I kept asking God, is he the one for me? Is he the one for me? And um, at this point, my husband had already professed his love for me. (laughs) And I had said, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, okay, well, I'm going to wait for you as long as it takes. I love that. I love that so much. I oh my God. Yes. So I'll never forget the day I'm making my bed and I hear loud audible, what do you want? And I, t- I actually turned my head and looked around and I stopped and I got goosebumps and I said, oh, I want to serve you. I want to be a good person. I want to give to people. And I went through this whole list (laughs) and I heard it again. What do you want? And I repeated the list to him a third time. And this time it was slower and louder. Mm. What do you want? And I stopped and I started to cry. And I said, I want Gil. And he said, very gently this time, don't you think that I gave you that desire? (laughs) And it was then that I knew (laughs) Mm. that he was for me. I ran to his office and I hugged him and I said, I love you too. (laughs) And he said, what happened? (laughs) I said, God just told me. <laughs> and it's okay to love you and I love you. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. That just made my day. You and your, you and your husband have the just like the most beautiful relationship. Um that just made it even better. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Well, that's actually interesting though because I'm sure there are people who are thinking well so then And this is like the tricky thing about like following intuition. It's like, so would you, if God said no, but you still felt like you loved him, would you have said no to him? Yes, because it had happened um, with a boyfriend before him Mm. and God said no. Hmm. I was like, I said, I was very obedient. (laughs) You you learned your lesson to follow your intuition. And that's the thing about like, you know, following your intuition or God or source, you know, however it's coming through, mm-hmm. it can be, it can make no sense sometimes, you know, right. but it's like, whenever you follow it, you're always protected. You're divinely protected. And that's why sometimes you'll get criticism because mm-hmm. it won't make sense. What you mm-hmm. just said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just a trigger. I'm just a trigger factory, but like, You know, and I think also, oh man, it's, it's really interesting because you look at different spiritual leaders throughout history who are now revered and they were just torn apart. Everybody said they were a fraud, you know, they're lying. I mean, 
look at, I guess, I mean, some people don't believe Jesus was a real person. I believe Jesus was a real person. Uh, <laughs> that's just my belief, but it's like, he got a lot of shit, <laughs> you know, he got a lot of shit. And then it's like some of the same people who are giving him shit, like for, of this, like are then Jesus, you know, right. <laughs> come right. on. Come on. <laughs> so true. <laughs> and I will say my mom was a trigger for a lot of people. <laughs> okay. I think that's why I like her. I think that's why I'm, I'm so connected to her. And she did not care. <laughs> yeah. When you know, when you know your truth, you know, your truth, you know, that's right. <laughs> did, did God say anything else that I was going to ask? <laughs> um, no, that was, that was the big one. <laughs> So there, I, there we go. I had already thought it through because he said you were going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's it's interesting, right? And even just like mm-hmm. the more I talk about this kind of stuff, the more people realize how tapped in they are naturally because we've talked about it. it's not about like developing something outside of yourself. It's just about peeling back layers and realizing that you already have the knowing, you already have the connection and just kind of removing the blocks to that and mm-hmm. you know th- how you connect with source, universe, God, your spirit guides, whatever you want to call it, right? There's not a right or a wrong way. Like some people feel it, right? They feel the vibration. They get goosebumps. They just feel love overcome them. They feel heat. Some people hear audibly. Some people it's like in your, in your head, but you can tell the difference. It sounds different, right? Some people see, they'll see images that are telling Mm -hmm. them messages. And that's why I always think it's interesting because I think the more people the more that people kind of share how things come through, the more other people realize, oh, wait, I have that too. Yes. And I think it's important for people to realize that they can experience it too. Mm-hmm. So if they're not experiencing it, um, there's nothing wrong with them. They just have not um, gotten quiet and asked for it and really just tuned into it. Because God, he's not a respecter of a certain group of people. He wants everyone to experience it. And so it's there for the taking. Mm -hmm. So totally. And I will say like, even, you know, if that for me to get connected, I had to not use that word God for a while. And then the more I felt the connection now, I will interchange the, the word. And I actually feel like like his voice, the voice comes through in different ways, depending on the situation. And sometimes I'll call it God, if it sounds like a man's <laughs> voice. And then other times it doesn't sound like a man's voice and I call it source, you know? So I actually experience source as a very, it feels like a very feminine energy to me. And that's what I, I just use that word source for that. Like, you know, and it's just like, however you want to frame it, like use whatever word resonates with you. It doesn't really matter. You know, it's a, it's just this, greater energy that you're connecting with and everybody has access to it. I think that's, what's important to know. Yes. And I think everyone will experience him differently. And just because I'm calling him, him, um, God is neither male or female. And however, he will show up differently for different people and in different situations. So that's why I believe it's important to drop the roles (laughs) and the dogma and experience God for yourself. (laughs) 100 million percent well this has been such a great conversation I really appreciate you coming on and sharing more about your experience just because you know we had talked about I feel like this is it's an important topic to to touch on I think as 
I feel like spirituality is really becoming more and more trendy. And I don't want there to feel like there's this divide between religion and spirituality. I think they can cross over very much. And I don't really think we have to put ourselves in one single box. Um, and I just really wanted your perspective because, you know, I have mine, but I think it's helpful just for people to hear other points of view. And you're, you're such an angel, like literally like directly, like your connection is so strong. I can feel it. I'm sure people listening can just feel your love, your vibration. Um, and it just, you know, like, you know, when it's, when it's true. Yes. <laughs> so, thank you so much for having me <laughs> yeah I so appreciate it well just to wrap up um tell people a little bit like where they can connect with you because you know you work with clients at a number of different levels so share more about how they can learn more about that uh sure so I'm on Instagram uh Joni j-o-n-i dot logato l-o-g-a-t-t-o and there you can uh, find me and book a call if you're interested in working with me. And yeah, I'd love to connect. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joni. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Huge thank you to Joni for coming on the podcast and having such a beautiful conversation. If you want to connect more with her, if you are interested in working with her, for one-on-one brain rewiring or to get functional lab testing done and get to the root of your underlying health issues, lose weight in a natural way, then you can find her on Instagram at joni.legato. Don't forget if you want access to my secret Instagram page, the handle is at the channel crew. All you have to do to get access is take a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review, DM it to that account, the channel crew, request to follow. And when I get that screenshot of your iTunes rating and review screenshot and the request to follow I can accept and you'll get access to the page that's going to be it for today's show thanks again so much for tuning in I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode